0: Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God centered, God focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So, the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth
1: Ministries.
0: I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion.
1: Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a walking in truth event called Pursuit four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the lord all gave us the same download to create jesus and Jiu Jitsu. we've started by doing local events in north texas we're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors we learn awesome jujitsu techniques we hear a testimony about the gospel We give away free Bibles, we offer prayer, and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love Walking in Truth, and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth, everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. Is truly appreciative.
0: Joel 3. The nations will be judged. For behold, in those days and at that time when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather all the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. Then I will enter into judgment with them there, on behalf of my people and my inheritance, Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations. And they have divided up my land. They have also cast lots for my people, traded a boy for a harlot, and sold a girl for wine that they may drink. Moreover, what are you to me, O Tyre, Sidon, and all the regions of Philistia? Are you rendering me a recompense? But if you do recompense me swiftly and speedily, I will return your recompense on your head. Since you have taken my silver and my gold, brought my precious treasures to your temples and sold the sons of Judah and Jerusalem to the Greeks in order to remove them far from their territory, behold, I'm going to arouse them from the place where you have sold them and return your recompense on your head. Also, I will sell your sons and your daughters into the hand of the sons of Judah, and they will sell them to the Sabians, to a distant nation, for the Lord has spoken." Proclaim this among the nations, prepare war, rouse the mighty men, let all the soldiers draw near, let them come up. Beat your plowshares with swords and your pruning hooks with spears. Let the weak say, I am a mighty man, hasten and come, all you surrounding nations, and gather yourselves there. Bring down, O Lord, your mighty ones. Let the nations be aroused and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat, for there I will sit to judge all the surrounding nations. Put on in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come, tread, for the winepress is full. The vats overflow, for their wickedness is great. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and moon grow dark, and the stars lose their brightness. The Lord roars from Zion and utters his voice from Jerusalem. And the heavens and the earth tremble. But the Lord is a refuge for his people, and a stronghold to the sons of Israel." Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, dwelling in Zion, my holy mountain. So Jerusalem will be holy, and strangers will pass through it no more. Judah will be blessed. And in that day the mountains will drip with sweet wine, and the hills will flow with milk, and all the brooks of Judah will flow with water, and a spring will go out from the house of the Lord. the water, the, To water the valley of Shittim, Egypt will become a waste, and Edom will become a desolate wilderness, Because of the violence done to the sons of Judah, in whose land they have shed innocent blood. But Judah will be inhabited forever, and Jerusalem for all generations, and I will avenge their blood, which I have not avenged, for the Lord dwells in Zion. Joel is one of the uh, prophetic books that a lot of people. Um, they, they see the actions that are described in the book of Joel, and especially here in Joel 3, and they believe, oh yeah, that's definitely an end times, uh, but many of them believe that it's already happened. And um, I know that God works in um, very intentional order. And oftentimes, it is he, he works in threes. He works with a warning, with a judgment and then with his wrath and you can see that in uh exodus from egypt where he gives at first the warnings and they didn't listen to the warnings with those um signs and then he moved on to the judgment and then he poured out his wrath and um it finally took the wrath to where the egyptians listened and then they even from that they continued they, they balked, they waited for a moment and then they continued on their pursuit and then God poured out his ultimate wrath with the uh, parting of the sea and then having the waters collapse back on Egypt. So here you can see the description of all these things that are happening um, throughout Joel and then you can see, okay, now I'm going to judge all the nations, all of them. I'm gonna bring all of them together And judge them because, or or in regards to how they treated my people. And when you go down here, you can see at the the last portion where Judah will be blessed, it says that Egypt will become a waste. Well, who is Egypt? What did Egypt do to God's people? Well, first they took them in. But then they treated them as outcasts. And then they turned them into their slaves. They took them as servants and slaves. And that's, of course, where Moses led uh, God's people out of Egypt. But Egypt enslaved and mistreated uh, God's people. And then Edom. Edom would be the descendants of Esau, who sat by as his brother's people, as uh, all the people of Israel and Jacob were mistreated. When the enemies would come in, Edom would just laugh and point. They wouldn't come to their defense. In fact, oftentimes they would step up and come after them as well. But they persecuted them. They they picked on them. They they continued to make fun of them, and they never stood up as a brother should stand up for his brother. So you got those who enslaved them and those that were supposed to be family and didn't, didn't rise up as family. Remember, God's judgment is going to come off of the covenants that he has made. And uh, again, it's very poorly taught that the Old Testament covenant is done with. That is, that is poorly taught. That is not what it is. If you're saying that the Old Testament covenants are done away with because of Jesus, then the noatic covenant is done away with, which means God can flood the world again. And no longer does he give us a sign of a rainbow to let us know that he won't. And everybody agrees, well, that's not done away with. No, there's a specific portion that Jesus fulfilled. That's it. Not the entirety of the Old Testament. And when God made a covenant, he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. When God made a covenant, he took a covenant and he laid another covenant on top of it. And he added another piece to that same covenant. And he added another piece to the same. He didn't get away or do away with covenants. The Abrahamic covenant would be that God will bless those who bless his people and that he will curse those who curse his people. So God is bringing all the nations together to judge them as to how they treated his people. And then he goes through some of the descriptions in here. What we need to do is make sure that we're on the right side of that. As tensions rise and as you get closer and closer to the end of days, there's going to be fewer and fewer people that nations that will be defending and and standing beside Israel. But we are Judeo-Christians. Christians should not reject Jews because they would be our brothers. We need to love them and show them the peace that they're missing. There are some Jews who fully accept Christ as the Messiah, but majority of them don't see that. And the way that Christians treat them and the way that Christians try to talk to them as if it's something new, that really turns them off by the exact Torah that they live by. Because the Torah says that if anyone comes to you with a new faith reject them. And so we're not bringing a new faith. We're bringing the same faith but with the new truth that Jesus has come. Many of the Jews are still waiting for the first Messiah or the, the first coming of the Messiah. If they're still here living when Jesus returns, The good news is they will see what is the second coming as the first, but they will still accept Jesus. But for any of those who die prior to then, they need to know Jesus is their Lord and Savior. He is our Messiah. And yes, he has already come and he died and he rose again and he took back the authority that that Adam gave up, the dominion that Adam handed over to the enemy so that now we can have a relationship with God our father so father thank you for your promises thank you for your word and thank you that you give us um you, you give us these signs of things that are to come and 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 uh, I just pray that we could have the courage to stand with your people as we are adopted sons and daughters of of you let us stand with our half-brothers and sisters. The brothers and sisters that have been born into the tree of Abraham as we have been grafted into the same tree. Let us not point fingers and and take sides against them. Let Let us rise up and defend and help and show love to our brothers and give us the the direction as to how to appropriately do that. we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at Win Big Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement